0: I know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting.
1: It is time for us those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. I'm in the studio, sir. Sure. He's out uh, just preparing for the member guest. And and I would I would think that if you got the shanks an hour and a half before your member guest starts. You're, you're kind of like, you're out of luck. I mean, think about it
2: this way. All right. So here it is right before the member guest tournament, like literally right before it. And I got a guy who's got a a guest that's come out here. So it's out in Colorado and everybody is flying in from somewhere. Uh All their guests are flying in from somewhere, right? Nobody's a local. One guy comes up. He's got the shanks. Uh -oh. Oh man you want to talk about a little high anxiety time yeah definitely it's uh it, it's it's roll right in knock on your window and go um <laughs> i got to have it now now yes and <laughs> by the time that you know cuz this is after the practice round right and uh this is this is now he's just played the last nine holes with the pitch outs and this guy's a pretty good player okay. so we're on high anxiety time right from the get go. <laughs> How do you think this
1: lesson's going to go? It is, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yeah, going to be probably one of your favorites of the week. Anyhow,
2: you know, I, <laughs> I'll tell you, it is one of those things, right? Some lessons, as you you know, where you work with folks, and and some are are designed to to improve and say, okay, what can you go work on? And some are designed to say, okay, stop this problem, and then you know, like stop the bleeding. And this one is like high anxiety life support Mm -hmm. (laughs) like (laughs) right now. So as golfers, we all understand that, right? Oh yeah. We're all playing for something that we care about coming up and something goes badly. Yeah. Right. And you're like, ah, of all the times for this, this is not the time for this. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Why couldn't they just get the shanks like next week?
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or like Manolo says, just suck faster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, speaking of which I've been watching a lot of him. That dude is funny, man. He's hilarious. He is. But he's he is. He's also a decent golfer.
2: Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of funny. He found this little niche, right? Because here he is, he's an entertainer. Right. Now he's he's not a golf instructor, but he's he plays one on, on Instagram. Yeah. You know, he, he went does. to a holiday Inn last night and, but he's, he's literally, this guy is a, a
1: star in his own world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he, he gets, he's, he's to the point now where he, I just saw a thing where he got invited to some, some uh high dollar, big time uh, celebrity type uh golf tournament down in Miami. And uh he was, he was down there playing and it was pretty funny too, but uh I've been going through, you know, I found out something first off, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we had this discussion on how you pronounced Paige Spiranak's last name. Yeah. It is Spiranak. That's how you say Not it. Not Spiranak. Nope. Yeah. Spiranak. And okay. I just, I found out something that, that would put her very low, low down on your acceptance list. Oh. She bills herself as number one Purdue fan. What? Yes. All right, I'm done.
2: <laughs> it's not like I was ever in the camp before, but now not chance. Number one Purdue fan.
1: Come yeah, on. That's it's over. Mr. I.U. Indiana University hey, is not going look, to
2: anybody who labels themselves a number one Purdue fan has just uh-huh. clearly identified some problems. <laughs> well, seek, a, seek a medical
1: professional. It was funny. I was <laughs> I was watching um I, I got this email. And and it said uh, something about Paige Sparenak, um shows her tips, and and uh-huh. I clicked on the link. She's a spokesperson for some uh, online betting place, right? And she was doing a video on on uh, who she was picking for the um, U.S. Open, and I was I was just a, a little bit disappointed, and then I, I realized that I had read the whole headline wrong.
2: Oh, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Oops.
1: You know, but I did. One she letter has, can make the difference. <laughs> she has done a, she has done a video um, on how to become an Instagram golf girl. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's very simple and it, and it is, is her to the point. <laughs> She's always shoot from the front and never show them where the ball goes. And she said, (laughs) always act happy, even after you've hit into the group in front of you. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And that's it. But I've just been checking out a whole bunch of a whole bunch of the golf golf influencers, the, the influencers. Yeah. And and I have many of them I've never heard of, man. Like Stephanie Gibri. Ever heard of her? No, no, me neither. Mary Blank, ever heard of her? No. Iona Lore, ever heard of her? No. No. Blair O'Neill's the only other one I've ever heard of. And you weren't with us, but we met Blair O'Neill when she was with golf channel during the um senior PGA at French Lick all those many years ago. Yeah, you're right. I yeah, didn't never meet her. That's okay. Yeah, but that's all right. It's okay. You don't need to. But um, she was she. I mean, she's very knowledgeable.
2: Well, she was um, before she was on the Golf Channel. I think that she actually played professionally. She
1: did. She was she was on tour. And same thing with Paige Spirinak, too. Paige played uh, Arizona University mm-hmm. of Arizona, and then she she transferred to San Diego State, and she was uh, a LPGA member for a while. But she could not handle, in her own words, uh, the the life on tour. She, yeah. didn't, she didn't like living out of a suitcase, which I think I could probably understand. You know? Yeah, I, I've i done it some,
2: right? I travel a fair amount. Mm-hmm. And there's some fun to it. And
1: then there's a little bit of irritation to it. Yeah, I can imagine, right? Especially um, if you're the lower echelon as she was. I mean, she she never won anything. She she wasn't, you know, one of the multimillionaire type right. players. You're flying so- coach. Or, or driving. <laughs> yeah. I know. In fact, I, I know a woman here here in town who's a, a former LPGA player and she's from the days, you know, she played in the, in the seventies and eighties and uh, now she teaches and that's it. But um, she was saying that, you know, three or four of them used to get together and just
3: car, car share.
1: Yeah. Carpool,
2: you know, it makes, look, it- everybody's in the same boat financially. Yeah. Right. And sometimes,
1: sometimes they'd even sleep in the car. They wouldn't even get a motel. Got to save every penny. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're not making a lot of cuts. Yeah. You know, I would think now I may be wrong because I'm looking at it from outside, but I would think that if you could make the cut consistently, you can make a decent living on tour. I think so.
2: The the expenses of travel, tournament entries. If you've got a sponsor, right, who takes care of those kind of things, then it would solve a lot of trouble. Yeah. Right. Shoot some commercials for them, things like that.
1: Yeah. It would at least reduce your headaches substantially. Yes. So. Or then you can also just go be a, a golf influencer on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube. I don't,
2: yeah. I mean, I, I see this, I hear it, you know, and I think, yeah, okay. Is yeah. that right? Is that, should we be doing that? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's not for me to decide. Yeah.
1: And, you know, there there are numerous. Everybody makes and, their own way. Uh, there, there are a veritable plethora of um how do i put this of uh, top golf instructors who may or may not be telling you the right thing or the the proper thing or or the thing that's going to help you yet you follow them even though they're they're usually hey you have this problem then do this you know the I don't want to say wrong information because there really is no wrong information, but there is information that is not appropriate or, or helpful for many people that uh, some people online deliver as gospel. But uh, I, I do want to tell you one thing that I did see Paige do. Uh, she, did, she did give uh, a lesson, a tip, or whatever you want to call it, on hitting a flop shot from Greenside. But I've been around you too long because I I, yep. I watched it and I said, yeah, that was a very good flop shot. And you showed people how to do it, but you didn't tell people, you didn't explain to them that you were in some thick rough greenside, that the ball was sitting up in that rough. You had plenty of room underneath the ball to get that wide open face wedge. Yeah. You know, you, you didn't point out any of those things. You just let people to believe that you just hey open the face and swing hard and you're going to hit a flop shot mm. that's not yeah. always how that 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 lie you have right there is not a typical green side in the rough lie okay yeah, so, but it is it does make for an easy video it does yeah and it uh, and for for people who haven't been around someone like you for 11 years you know, you know, and you, and that's, kind of, that's kind part of, kind of it kind is understanding. It. Hey,
2: guess what? Yeah, we can all think of the easy one, right? Yeah. We can all sit there and pick that low hanging fruit, but that's not really the shot that people struggle with.
1: Yeah, no, it isn't.
2: Yeah, nor nor so is it... other lies that we get faced with all the time. How do you hit that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're picking you're picking like you say the low hanging fruit. Uh, the the easy shot, the one that, um, you know, you're going to be able to make quite well, you know, with maybe one or two takes. So, you know, there you go. We've got uh, some some, uh, trials and tribulations of a uh, golf instructor coming up. So hang out with us because it's going to be fun right here with those weekend golf guys.
3: In today's troubled world, our USA Armed Forces stand ready to protect you your family, and our American way of life. When veterans return to civilian life, they deserve your recognition and support. You can help put vets to work by donating your car, truck, or van to Patriotic Hearts. Your donation will directly support programs to help vets find jobs or even start their own business. Donate today for fast, free pickup of your vehicle, running or not. Operators are standing by to answer questions about making a tax-deductible vehicle donation. Find out how you can make a difference in the life of a United States veteran. Call 800-248-3508. For 24-hour response, call 800-248-3508. 800-248-3508. That's 800-248-3508.
1: And then we are back those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. I'm just the guy who talks. He's Jeff Smith. He's a guy that can actually teach you how to play golf more better. And he's got, uh, he's got a line of people outside the door right now because it is the morning of the member guest at Eagle yeah. Springs uh, golf club in, in uh, middle of nowhere, Colorado.
2: You know what? You know, what's going to happen here? We're going to finish the show. I am going to open the door to the studio because right now they don't know I'm in here. Okay. Because if they did know I was in here,
1: (laughs) be very, very quiet. (laughs)
2: That's right. Hunting weapons. (laughs) (laughs) So what's going to happen? I'm going to open up the door and next thing you know, I'm going to go walk the line on the range Mm -hmm. and there's going to be a bunch of people out there. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be, it's, it's high anxiety time, right? Because right when I get done, it'll be about an hour before they start. Which is my time to walk the range, shake hands, kiss babies, and make sure that people are taking a lesson from me next week. (laughs) Take care of that for you. Get through it. Here's how to get through it
1: today. Then come see me Monday. (laughs) We'll we'll fix it once and for all here. How many of those guys are going to hold you accountable? You know, half. Okay.
2: You know, it, it's interesting because, you know, they're like, well, yeah, you, you're known for patching everybody up and making them play better right now. I'm like, yeah, I get it. But <laughs> here's the right now part is you're all high anxiety right now. Yeah, And that really overrides an awful lot of anything else, right? There's the There's the technique stuff and then there's the psychology stuff. But when they're already coming to you and it's high anxiety time already, there's about nothing that you can get done. That actually is meaningful in the in a half an hour's time, because their brain's not ready for you yeah. to do anything. Just fix it. Just do this. This will work better, okay? But their brain is still like panting like a dog, in, in you know when it's hot out, right? You know they're oh my gosh, uh, 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 oh um, I don't know. I got this first hole. Uh, you know. I mean, you, right. you got you, you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. So.
1: Yeah. So do you do you attack this the psychological aspect or the uh, technique aspect for a quick um, a quick temporary fix?
2: The, the attack the psychological aspect with a physical placebo. Okay, <laughs> sounds like you've done. Really, this really that's all you need. Yes, that's all you need. Now take a bunch of deep breaths and just hit this shot right here. Watch what happens. Yeah, and then all of a sudden the shot goes better. And they're like, oh, okay, and, and you're really going after the mind. But if you can do it in a way that you. Are giving them something that they think is going to make it all better. Um, right before the tournament, the only moment that matters is the what what you just did for their mind. Right before the tournament, right. You play a little better, and they go, "Oh, wow, that was important. Thanks." Yeah. And then you sit down with them afterwards, you know, and you go, "All right, so let's talk. Right, we got right. we got to take care of this, so you don't get all." All nutso it before your tournament. Yeah, you don't want to That's ever go through that again,
1: do you? <laughs> people get nutso. yeah. I mean is is it anything more than reputation? Is it is it the feeling of letting down the guy who invited you? Is it the feeling of uh, I've flown in for this? I better do good, or is is there there or the member's side something up for grabs here?
2: I flew in my buddy for this. Okay, and now you know it. it I think that the. The member guest type of an event is far more for them about they don't want to let their partner down. The partner golf right. thing, yeah, exactly. is so much more in people's heads because they all want to win their flight, mm-hmm. win the tournament, whatever, right? right? Right. But everybody has the "I don't want to screw up in front of my partner" thing.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Which is the reason why I don't play alternate shot ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. That's the thing that's important because yeah. when you, you play that alternate shot, you know, m- mess with your buddy kind of a tournament, you know, Yeah, it's, it's no fun because you know, every swing that you make, you're putting your partner in the situation that have to play from where you just hit it to. Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. And, uh, tough one. Yeah. Yeah. you know like nobody ever wants to be the one to let their partner down. You know, nobody. You, have, you have all these funny lines you can always throw out about, Hey, you're back hurting yet. You've been carrying me so long or, you know, that kind of stuff. But yeah, but still, man, you don't want to. You don't want to be that. Guy. And and the guys that are over
2: six feet, you know, I've seen them. They just bring a little step ladder with them. Here you uh-huh. go, bud. Climb on. Let's go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one thing if it's self deprecating coming from you. It's another thing if it's accusatory coming from your partner. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> like, hey John. I'm sorry.
2: There wasn't there wasn't enough room in my in my luggage for the
1: saddle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a little early in the season. What 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 is the thought process of the club? Because the club's only been open for what a month?
2: Not even. Not even. So okay. yeah the the tournament schedule got pushed forward this year. Um, at the end of the year. Uh, this club's open June 1 to October 31st. Okay. But come August, they're having a drainage project being done. Ah, uh, okay. Right. And so that means stuff's going to get torn up. Yeah. They want to yeah. make sure that their tournaments are bumped a little bit up. All of them. I gotcha. So okay. they have full golf course before they start.
1: Okay. So it is special, special occasion. And cause yeah, because it is, it is early for, uh, I mean, for even for for folks in that neck of the woods, I mean, the snow hasn't been gone much longer than June 1st. You know, the, se- um, the season hasn't I been I can there. tell you, I'm
2: still taking pictures um, standing right here looking at the greenest grass possible on these mountains. Mm-hmm. And then right off of the distance, there's the 14ers with snow on right. them still. And then yeah. it looks heavy snow because it's not going away real quick. Yeah. 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 Wow.
1: Oh, man. So anyhow, do, uh, do want to say good luck though to everybody. Okay. Yeah. And just pay attention because when Jeff speaks, you know, who was it that, uh, used to give that financial advice that everyone listened to? Uh, EF Hutton. EF Hutton. That's it. Jeff Smith, the EF Hutton. Of golf instruction. When everyone, when Jeff speaks, everyone listens intently. If they know what's good for them. So, you know,
2: that I'm, I'm fortunate to not have to, as, as a teaching professional here, I don't have to address the crowd before they play. Okay. But that'll be the head pros duty. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he does a nice job. He was up in front of people last time and he's, um, he's good at a little bit of uh, he's, he's, he's kind of a ham actually.
1: Okay. <laughs> right.
2: He knows his role and uh, he, he does that well. So all of a sudden it's time to make the announcements and put on the show and do all that. Right. Right. And if
1: you have any last minute questions, Jeff's number is, and here's his payment schedule. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Write this down, folks.
2: We're on the golf course. (laughs) He'll answer with, I'm open at 9 o'clock on Tuesday, 5.30 on Wednesday. (laughs) Those are the answers
1: to the questions you're going to get. Yeah. But what what are, I mean, I'm sure most of us probably we get tight and that's, that's probably the the biggest part of the, the yip problem, isn't it? Just the, the nervousness, yeah. the getting tight, the keeping your, your muscles tense and not being able to actually perform as you normally perform because you're normally not mm-hmm. tight. You got that right. And the best, the best cure for tightness is just to
2: relax, take some deep breaths and realize this is not your job. Yeah. This is not truly important, right? This it's is a game. And how'd you play? Okay. Great. Right. Yeah. yeah. Everybody wants to play well. No yeah. question about it.
1: Yeah. But it's not like you're on TV. You know, I, I could see like the, the amateurs that get flown in for the AT&T. That's reason to be nervous.
2: <laughs> yeah, it is right there. You're know, like, who am I paired with? What? I get Ray Romano. No, yeah. I got Clint Eastwood. Oh, yeah. well, I got Bill Murray. <laughs> oh, how about those guys? Yeah, exactly. Right. You get, you get nervous just to who you're playing with at the AT&T thing.
1: Yeah. I don't necessarily say you need to impress or you want to impress, but everybody does. I mean, it's human nature. You want, yeah. when you play golf and you play with somebody, you want them to think you're pretty good at it because you want to get invited back. Yeah. And usually you get invited back, not because of that. You get yeah.
2: invited back because you're fun to play with.
1: We, so you, many of us lose sight of that, though. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. No question about that. That's a thing that people don't quite get yeah. is that, you know, this goes to the the thought about if you're playing golf with people and you're trying to do business with them, if you're not any fun to be around on the golf course, they're really not want to be around you at all. Exactly right.
1: So some more tips on uh, your next member guest or your next uh, time to shine. Yeah, coming back. You t- you come back too. The others we kicked off test.
3: Message data rates may apply. Do you need a car? Been shopping only to be turned down because of bad credit, low credit, no credit, bankruptcy, or divorce? Guess what? Today's your lucky day. Because now you can buy a car, truck, or SUV, just about any vehicle. It's true. Bad credit doesn't matter. No credit, doesn't matter bankruptcy or divorce it just doesn't matter as a matter of fact your job is your ticket to your new vehicle we're auto credit express and we've helped thousands of people just like you antonio h told us great company got me connected and the day i went in i drove off in the car i wanted 100 percent worth your time need a car get started now and drive off as early as today just text AUTO CREDIT to 88909 right now to get started. That's AUTO CREDIT to 88909. Auto financing the easy way. Text AUTO CREDIT to 88909. Of course, we have a Facebook
1: page, facebook.com slash guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us, facebook.com slash guys. And we are back to those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Glad that you came back too or hung out. Member guests or invitations to play golf. Let's put it that way. Whether it be in a member guest or somebody, you know, somebody you don't know, somebody you'd like to know, whatever invites you to come play golf. One is it's a great way to get to know somebody. Yeah. It's a great venue to get to know somebody. You know, and and we can go back to uh to the thing that that we teach and we can talk about it a little at length a little bit later. But it's the, the somebody that you do business with or may want to do business with or may want to do business with you invites you to a charity golf tournament. What kind of advice do you have about the game itself? So the
2: first kind of thing that I would do is try to think where am I going to go play and what kind of clothing should I be wearing? Because I want to look like I fit in. So let's say that your buddy invites you to the Muni. That's different apparel than if somebody invites you to the country club. Right. So let's make sure that you're not wearing your Muni clothes to the country club. Check. Right away, the people that are playing with you, are looking like you don't even have the thought about, okay, dress for the occasion, I'm not saying always dress up, but dress for your environment. Yeah. You should be able to do that.
1: And then secondly, translation, no denim, no collarless t-shirts.
2: You, you're correct. Yeah. Clean clothing would be nice. Pressed clothing <laughs> would be even better. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but when you get there, you know, and, and here you are, you have to act like you've been there before. Maybe it's your first or second time to the country club, right? The worst thing to do is to basically let people know that you're uncomfortable in that environment because you haven't been there very much. Right. So be calm. Don't talk very loudly. Don't talk very much. Mm -hmm. Listen to people. Nod your head. Be polite. Say thank yous and ask some simple questions, you know, mm-hmm. you know, where is this? Where is that?
1: Yeah. You know, where's Two questions the not to ask, where's the first T and what's the course record? Yeah. Don't
2: <laughs> don't, yeah.
1: you know, when you, you, when
2: you ask somebody, you know, where's the, where's the practice facility? Let's just get the, you know, and there's a, there's a thing called Google earth that mm-hmm. you can go and you can look at the thing from the top down view and give yourself an idea where the practice range is and where the tee boxes are and where the putting green is, that'd be a good idea. So that way you don't have to ask certain things that lets people know that you really don't know, you know,
1: where you are. And There's one thing that you will learn if you are not a, uh, a a repeat or, or a regular participant in a country club activity is a lot of times keep their cash in your pocket because, because plastic is what, is used at country clubs for the most part.
2: It is. Yeah, it is. They don't, they don't take cash. Almost nobody yeah. in those environments takes cash. Yeah, A couple things when you're, when you're meeting who you're playing with for the first time, you're an invited guest of somewhere, right? Somebody's right. said, yeah. Hey, come on, ask them about them and break the ice that way. That yeah. way they're the ones telling you a little bit. And then, Kind of keep, when you're introducing yourself, keep it in the same vein that they're talking about. So if they mention maybe they've got a wife and a couple of kids and, you know, maybe the kids play golf or things like that because you've asked them about them, Mm -hmm. you can kind of tailor how you respond so that it fits that as best you can. Indeed. Because you're trying to assimilate as fast as you can without going overboard to say, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me too. Yeah. Like, well, it's that's unnecessary. There's, you're about to play golf. It's going to take you four hours.
1: There's a lot of time for chit chat. Exactly. And All again, right? people, people, and then this is in any social situation, whether it be golf or a cocktail party, people love to talk about themselves and they will appreciate you more even without being, totally aware of that appreciation, if you allow them to talk about themselves.
2: Yeah, just to ask. It,
1: one, it looks like you're interested. You don't have to be. Just, you know, kind of pay attention so you can refer back to some of the answers to the questions you asked. But if it... it and avoid the temptation, like Jeff just said, to compare you to what their answer was. You know, have any children? Yeah, I have two. They play golf. Oh, my man. I just, mine just got a scholarship to da, 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 da. No, that wasn't the question you asked. Wait until they inquire about your kids. You know, don't is, ugh. but again, I feel like Emily Post here with the etiquette, but, uh, but it's important, especially if you're invited by someone that you are not totally familiar with. Yeah.
2: Now here's a, here's a thought too. When you get there, start hitting small shots, small shots, because small shots don't go badly very often, right? hit little softies and then take some practice swings and get rid of your nervous tension. That's going to happen on the, on the, the driving range.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. When you go to the driving range, look at how it's all set up. If you walk to the left end of the driving range, that means all the golfers that are in front of you, you'll be looking at their back and they won't be looking at you. Right. So that means that you don't have that overwhelmed feeling like every swing you take and every ball you strike, everybody's watching you because you know what? They won't be. That's right. (laughs) They're paying attention to themselves going through the same thing. Mm -hmm. however be smart go to that left side
1: yeah that way you won't have to worry about it even even if it's not happening for real only in your head you still won't have to worry about it
2: so in the loosening up process hit fewer balls make more practice swings feel that you're comfortable just land the club on a certain spot Mm -hmm. interestingly enough after hitting some wedges, I actually go about this in a in a different way than a lot of people think. Hit a couple of tee shots. Okay. The ball's on the tee; you'll make decent contact. You don't have to hit it hard and far on the first couple, but because the ball's on a tee, you'll make decent contact. Okay. Then go hit a middle iron. Something you're going to hit a lot of, but put it on a tee. Now, all of a sudden, the confidence level is getting higher. The nerves are getting lower, Mm -hmm. right? You're not as on edge because you made decent contact, the ball's up in the air, and that is the fear that most everybody has is those two things won't happen. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. So once you've got a few of those going, then go hit some short irons off the ground. And then work your way up at the bag again, and then hit some tee shots again. Because what we're trying to do is get you from freaking out before the round of golf. Exactly. Right? Yeah. When you go to the putting green, the first thing you do is just go get the speed of the greens. Do not putt at a hole at all. Don't do it. Nobody knows your intent. If you never put at a hole and you're just trying to go to distance, okay. to see how it is, uh-huh. and all of a sudden your nerves are calmed because you're not thinking other people are watching you miss putts. Right. Don't putt at so. a hole. Go to the sides of the greens, putt someplace other than a hole, putt up the hills, putt down the hills, see if you can stop your ball here or there. Nobody knows your intention but you. Right right? They don't know if you stopped your ball exactly where you want to or not. So now all of a sudden you're not nervous thinking that they're thinking that you're not good, right? Right. Which is literally everybody's fear. Who am I playing with? Oh my gosh, I want them to think I'm pretty good. Right. Exactly. Get calmed. Yeah. Then when you've done that a little bit, then go to like the two to three footers, the ones that you're going to make, Check your aim, touch the flag stick on every putt, you know, because most of the putting greens have the little flags in them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Touch the flagstick on every putt. And then maybe go chip a few onto the green, but don't chip it at a hole again right. for the same purpose. Right. You're just chipping to chip. And all of a sudden your nerves are gone away because nobody saw your outcome relative to a hole. So now you're just hitting a chip shot. And exactly. you're better off because you've learned how to calm yourself by not putting yourself in a situation where you think you're
1: nervous. And, and, you're just, and what you've also done is is you've you've shown that you have a technique to practice which kind of raises you up in the minds of other people who may be watching. Right? Because this guy looks like he knows what he's doing. Or he's 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 got a uh, uh, then purpose exactly. We've got one more uh, segment together and it's going to be cool. So hang out with us. We'll be right back. We're all those weekend golf guys.
0: Crime across the country is at an all time high. And with summer coming up, it feels like even a family road trip is taking a risk. We don't want the feeling of being unprotected and vulnerable. We found ConcealedCarry411.com. ConcealedCarry411.com gave us the help we needed to legally apply for a concealed carry permit that's recognized in over half of the country. Concealed411.com simplifies the process to apply, and it's all online. We used their free qualification process to answer a few questions and applied for our permit right from home. Thanks to reciprocity laws between states, when you're issued a New Hampshire concealed carry permit, you can legally carry in any state that recognizes your New Hampshire permit. It only takes minutes to apply, so don't wait. Exercise your rights today. Have peace of mind. Apply today. Go to www.concealed411.com. That's www.concealed411.com. Go to www.concealed411.com. And we
1: are back again. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. And we are talking about ways to play in, in, I guess, pressure situation. The pressure situation being that you've been invited to play in a member guest. You've been invited to play in a business round. You've been invited to play with someone you may not know as well as your normal weekend buddy group. And again we just go over some of the important parts is the practice routine needs to be better so it's designed not not to make you play better but to make you less nervous. If you can take away the negative outcome psychologically
2: speaking. Right. Then you'll you'll hang out and at least you can go oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to be alright to about
1: that. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. And that's, and that's, go back to something that you mentioned. Okay. In the last segment, you mentioned as we were talking about, you know, going through this has the appearance of a routine. Mm -hmm. Right. It does. It is a routine of taking away nerves. Right. Right. And if you can do those things by giving yourself the confidence that all you're doing is hitting a shot, hitting a putt to a place, but not at a hole chipping to a place but not at a hole right now all of a sudden you are just doing your technique without the pressure mm-hmm. and so now you're also learning how to do this on a regular basis to take away the pressure and that's, I chipped that's it this far i put it at this far okay good yeah. now when there's on the golf course and there's a hole now it's all of a sudden you're set up to some place. And you chipped it that far or you putted it that far, except this time it was online with your target.
1: Yeah.
2: Odds yeah. are things go better because of that routine, because you took away the nervousness of that, because you weren't immediately putting w- with the outcome of will people think I'm good or not? Yeah. You mentioned it other, under the heading of if people see me doing a routine, they think I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. That is what people think, right? Yeah. They watch you go through some sort of routine. As long as it doesn't look haphazard, they'll think that you know what you're doing. Right. Right. But I particularly, I've done this with people before about making them less nervous. Putting a ball on a tee helps out quite a bit.
1: Okay. Just cause it's easier
2: to make contact with. It is. Okay. It takes the ground out of play. Okay. Right. They can get the ball in the air. Because the ball's on the tee, you know, ball's right. a quarter inch off the ground now for, yeah. your, for your seven iron or something. Right. Guess what? No fat shots. Yeah. No thin shots. Things are more flush. Balls fly high and straight. Yeah. You see it go high and straight. You felt a good solid contact and you thought that other people saw you hit a ball high and straight. So guess what? That mm-hmm. made you yeah. calmer,
1: more confident. Yeah.
2: By putting the ball on a tee. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, See, now, you know. big mistake a lot of us make is we try to uh, build the confidence by removing the nervousness by simply drinking.
3: <laughs> that's yeah, not, th- that's not that, the best
2: way to go about it, people. No, it's really not because,
1: you know, you're still trying to keep your wits about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and especially um, in a in a social situation or a business situation where you want to have complete control of your faculties, that is yeah, not and you also don't want other people to watch you just
2: warming up before the round of golf with a can of Peps Blue Ribbon in your hand, <laughs> right? Or whatever the drink of choice is. Exactly. Yeah. Because now they're going, oh. I wonder what this is going to be like on the fifth hole.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And the other, the other thing too, that, that is, is a direct result of the routine that uh, Jeff has been describing in, in the uh, prior segment. You have to get there early. Walk, walking in or driving into the parking lot 20 minutes before your tea time, pulling up to the, uh, you know, to to the pro shop, paying your greens fees and walking out in time to, you know, take the head cover off your driver and take a few warm up swings, is not impressive.
2: No. They they look at you like you didn't even take it seriously enough, right? To get there, it's like you don't even care.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you can do that and still, you know, hit a a drive straight down the middle of the fairway 280 on the first hole. Okay, we can we can overlook it then, you know? But uh, but the showing up
2: late part or showing up with with seemingly not enough prep time, right. is different than being there doing different things and just choosing not to hit very many shots. Right.
1: Yeah, indeed. Yeah.
2: Right. But still it isn't always about the performance on the first hole. It's it's, if you're looking at it and you're thinking this is a social golf situation, get there and be ready to go. Whether you are really hitting a lot of shots or not hitting a lot of shots, but at least be ready to go. And then everybody will be happy because if they just see you rolling in, you know, too soon close to the tee time and they see you rushing about to get ready and then never really prepare yourself to play. Here they are looking at you going, you didn't even take this very seriously. couldn't
1: have shown up 15 minutes ago. Right. Yeah. Couldn't have Come got up. all those uh, shanks out of the way before we teed up. Yeah, One thing to bring this around back to the beginning again. One thing that I did see Manolo do that I thought was genius and I'm going to ask you after a question about it, but he was talking about the importance of three footers. Oh, he yeah. was like, he says on a putting green and with a long putt, it doesn't matter. You just get it close. No one expects you to put it in. But if you get got a three footer and you consistently miss those, that is not good. <laughs> yeah. So how, how, how much time do you spend? Because I know it's it's an important part of your pre free game routine. How much time do you spend working on short putts? Actually, before putting the round two, of
2: golf. So. I'll spend about five minutes. Okay. Now I go back to the flag stick putting part.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
2: Because I'm not trying to lip in a three footer. No. I want it in the heart. It gives me confidence. It'll give my playing partner confidence.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: Right. So let's say that John, you and I are got a little team game going on and you and I are partners and you see me standing on the putting green shaking in (laughs) three footers Uh and they hit the lip and they come back and you're (laughs) like, okay, yeah, it still went in, but oh boy. There's nothing definitive about that stroke. How are you feeling about it as my partner right now?
1: Nervous. It's like nervous. Suddenly the pressure's on me. Yeah, that's right. Because you just
2: watched me go, oh, that's not a skill he's good at right now.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. But what do you think about if you're, if you watch me just make three footers?
1: I got nothing to worry about the whole time. Just get it close and Jeff will take it in. (laughs) Yeah. All of a sudden your game got easier.
2: Because th- that happens a lot of times, people are playing a couple of guys against a couple of the guys, and they're like, "Yeah, okay, a, yeah." A friendly match,
1: yeah, is still competitive. It is, right? Yeah. It's still competitive. I mean, I, I have I have been in extremely competitive matches where we played. Well, last week I played a buddy of mine, and I. We're invited to go out and and play at the at the polo fields country club here in town with with a friend of his, and we, we were playing for a beer aside. That was it, a beer aside, right. but it was still a very competitive round of golf
2: because it's what, what beer is only going to cost you a couple of three bucks. Yeah, so big deal on the money end of that. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But everybody likes to compete
1: not just get drummed yeah everybody likes to win or at least at least hold themselves close especially if you're playing with people without using handicaps that you know are um for lack of a better term better at the game than than are you but hopefully this has helped because it is early in the season and there are member guests there are member member there are golf charity scrambles that you're going to be invited to play in there are charity scrambles you're going to invite other people to play in just keep the the etiquette in mind keep the way to keep your nerves down in mind um, you know dress appropriately practice appropriately or prepare appropriately let's put it that way prior yeah. to the round yeah you want to be confident and that comes with being prepared Know what you're doing, have confidence in your abilities, know what you're good at, and just make sure that you are able to have fun, but also represent yourself well the next time you go out, whether it's in a competitive mode or what, and play some golf.